Welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast burning down the stage. Today is June 13th, equal to Gemini 24th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. Spotify playlists are now available for you to listen to episodes in chronological order. Go to Spotify and type in Archives of Fabella into your search to begin listening all the way back to the dawn of creation today. June 13th, 1966 is the day the United States Supreme Court rules in Miranda v. Arizona that the police must inform suspects of their rights before questioning them. In the magical wonderland of Fabella, A theater burned to the ground. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Gemini 24th, 5966, FY, Fabella year, equal to June 13th, 1966, AD, Earth year. On Gemini 24th, 5966, FY, a fire in the Mirage Opera House in Hercules, the capital of the Republic of Fantasia, killed 389 people. It was the deadliest fire, not an act of war. Blocked fire exits and the lack of fire safety plan, tripled with inadequate response from wizards, caused most of the deaths. The city of Hercules was located directly where San Francisco would be on the map of Earth. The Mirage Opera House was a center of the LGBT community, with no space given by the city in which to educate the public and provide outreach services for youth. Organizers adopted the Opera House and made it the outreach center between performances. During the matinee performance of the show The Scarlet Sirens on Gemini 24th, 20 of the theater's 21 exits were locked. In addition, the stage manager went out front to watch the show with the 3,000 attendees, while the other stagehands left the theater and went out for a drink. It was a spotlight operator who first noticed that one of the stage lights seemed to have sparked a fire backstage. The cluttered area was full of fire fuel, wooden stage props, and oil rags. When the actors became aware of the fire, they scattered backstage. An asbestos curtain was said to be lowered that would confine the fire, 
but when it wouldn't come fully down, a panic began. Soon, all the lights inside the theater went out, and there were stampedes near the only exit. When the back door was opened, the shift of air caused a fireball to roar through the backstage area. Attempts to use magic to put out the fire were made, but unsuccessful, because the inferno had plenty of fuel to burn, and the water was doing nothing to keep the blaze back. The ushers working the theater fled immediately, forgetting to open the locked emergency exit doors. The few doors that were able to be forced open were four feet above the sidewalk, which slowed down the exiting process. Most of the people who died were seated in the balconies. There were no fire escapes or ladders to assist them, and some took their chances and jumped using magic to slow their descent. In the chaos, few magicians used their magic to save Sadrus who were incapable of using this power. No magicians died in the fire because they used their sorcery to save themselves and flee the scene. Most who stayed behind to try and help were unable to with the gross amount of deaths bodies were piled six feet deep near the narrow balcony exits. In fact, most people were knocked down by the falling bodies and were eventually pulled out alive from under-burned victims. In the aftermath of the disaster, no wizards were charged for not using their magic to provide adequate assistance. The event did a lot to fuel hatred of magicians within the LGBT community and Sadru's. Protests outside the National Courthouse went on for weeks, calling for the wizards who fled in the fire to be held responsible. Charges were filed for a grand jury, but dropped. No wizards were ever brought to justice for running when they should have stayed to try and put out the fire. Unfortunately, this is, this is only one of a host of cases when wizards used their power irresponsibly and deaths resulted from their malfeasance. It was rare for a wizard to legally be charged for not using their magic properly. The most they ever got was really a slap on the wrist. Most cases that went to trial ended with the wizard being found not guilty. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley, with music by Garrett Ferris and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon, in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.